I think this band was uh, destined to be uh, shrouded in mystery from the moment they formed. I guess 
being from Danbury will do that to a rock band. They're called Head, H-E-D. And I remember the chatter surrounding this band when this record came out in 1990 was, uh, it was palpable, you know. And in the pre-internet days, that means a lot, you know, for a band from Danbury to put out a 7-inch and get people in, you know, three other surrounding states talking and speaking in hushed, idolatrous tones, that took some doing. And uh, in this case, it came in the form of a 7-inch on the Exploding Cow record label. That was Head doing a song called Reach for the Sun. Um, just recently, there's an MP3 blog called Used Been Forever, which you can find at usedbeenforever.blogspot.com. And uh, quite recently, as of you know, February, uh, uh, the end of January of 2007, uh, they did a, uh, a post about this band and uh, actually put a different one of their singles, a slightly later one, online. So you can head over to that blog and maybe get some information uh, all I know is that they are still very well regarded in uh, in the Danbury area, and uh, are you know said by some to be the best band that the uh, the area ever produced. Uh, I guess they were sort of playing alongside uh, groups like Monsterland and the Bunny Brains and China Pig, and apparently there is tell of uh, the fact that if you go to TrashAmericanStyle.com, you may be able to order some Head records. Trash American Style is a uh, record store up there around Danbury Way, which is run by one of the guys in Bunny Brains, and a um, good bunch of blokes, well worth supporting, so check that out. Once again, Head doing Reach for the Sun. And before that, uh, also from the early 1990s, we had a music from a group called Idaho, a 1993 single on the Ringer's Lactate label, based out of Long Island City, New York. That's Queens, for those of you who don't live around here. And uh, that was a song called uh, Star, from what I believe was the band's first single. Idaho went on to have a very, very long, as far as I know, still active career, uh, featuring many records and many lineup changes. But the sort of core of the band um, was, uh, or at least when they first started, it was these two guys named, uh, or this one guy named Jeff Martin, whom I believe is like the constant member of the band, and uh, like an old friend of his named John Barry. And uh, they put out this single and maybe like another EP, and then they signed to Caroline Records where they put out a couple albums, and uh, they were sort of compared to like the Red House Painters or, or Codeine. I don't know, I guess around the early 1990s there was much talk of uh, a genre called slowcore which I think sounds stupid now. Probably thought it sounded stupid then, but these guys were great, and I didn't really like a lot of the other bands that they got compared to, but I always thought Idaho was totally top drawer. And they were great guys, too. I interviewed them once on my old uh, my old radio station back in Princeton, and, uh, I mean, they were so funny. They were from Los Angeles, and they just struck me as, like, they were kind of GQ, but in a good way. Like, they were really into their music, and they loved talking about music and other bands and stuff that they were into, but they were also into, like, playing tennis and smoking. They, they were just so L.A., and, you know, that <laughs> that made an, a, uh, a real impression on me. Um, so this is a totally top drawer single. If you can find this one, it's well worth checking out. Like I said, on the Ringer's Lactate label. Idaho has a um, has an entry on the Wikipedia website, so you can go there and just sort of search for Idaho Band. You'll find it, and that's got a lot of history, uh, the full discography. And there is also a, uh, a web page, um, which I've just loaded and hopefully is not going to start playing music. Uh, at idahomusic.com, uh, which has links to their MySpace presence and uh, whatever else. But uh, great stuff. Well worth checking out. Hope you enjoyed it. This is the Anti-Static Podcast. I bid you, uh, I bid you welcome to this uh, weekly excursion of, uh, of celebrating forgotten 1990s 45s. Because, you know, 
the god of your choice would be the first to admit that uh, there were a hell of a lot of them. And uh, a lot of them were great, and a lot of them really sucked, and the ones that kind of fell through the cracks are the ones that we like to focus on on this uh, podcast. My name's Mike Lapika. Delighted to be here with you every week. Um, you can uh, check out playlists and earlier editions of this program by going to wfmu.org slash playlist slash AS to check it out. One more song this week, and then I'll be out of your hair. We're going to leave you with one from a, uh, a local uh, a local musician um, whose name is uh, Dean Wilson, but went by the name Ilya Kuryakin, which was inspired by a character uh, from the Man from Uncle TV show. Um, these uh, uh, Dean put out a bunch of records. I believe all of them were on the Arena Rock Recording Company, which is a, a local label as far as I'm remembering. And uh, digging inside the single will perhaps yield an answer to that question. There's a piece of paper that I wrote a phone number on a long time ago. Yeah, I'm seeing 718 area codes. I'm pretty sure they were local. Um, great records, all of them. This is from their first single, Ilya Kuryakin. Um, and uh, the song we're going to hear is entitled Lotus Pool. This is Anti-Static. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
pretty comfortable calling that the greatest use ever that I am personally aware of, of the bossa nova preset on, uh, you know, the family organ. Uh, that's just kind of what it reminded me of. Anyway, thanks. See you next time.